0: Three, three, two, two, one.
1: one. It's time for the show Action.
0: You're listening to the It's My Time Podcast, a recording of the experiences past and present of everyday people. And now, here's your host, the one and only, Asher, Asher Chua. Asher.
1: We made so it. how was your week? My week's been pretty, very, I guess the best word would be to say is phenomenal. Because it went right in all the right ways. Like, I pushed myself awesome. well enough to get the month started before the month started and kind of went back to a good morning routine getting out and like getting out of the house first thing after doing like morning devotion like go ahead drive to the park walk around the track and some days it's walking some days it's walking and running and I saw Rochelle started out this um workout with Rochelle um T Parks videos so I, I started jumping on those at night and I saw this little watch party feature so I was like okay I'll check that out I'll do it and then other people kind of just like oh what's Asher up to and um once they once they jump in and they um see what I'm up to like some people are just like oh okay like you're you're working out or something but like it took me maybe till Tuesday wait Tuesday was the first right today's the fourth yes Uh uh-huh It took me a little bit to figure out the technology because it's like, I use the watch party thing for the first time and it was like, okay, you're hosting a video that somebody else made and it gives them credit for it, but then people can kind of jump in and see what you're watching and then it gives you the option to kind of go live so then you can push it and it has the selfie video or camera on you and then they can see you working out and uh, one of the guys actually that i i talked with off of the prayer line um reached out to me yesterday and we chatted for a little bit and it was a it's a cool discussion which i don't know if it would have come up or not if he wouldn't have seen me on there and i I think he's actually going to be a dt
0: yeah and that you know and it's um it's funny though because with rochelle's videos um like she's been doing the i mean she's you know on a daily basis she'll do 15 or 20 minutes live or she'll hop on for five minutes just to do a a conditioning check or something like that Mm -hmm. or she'll post a video of her daughter you know working out with her daughter or something like that and right you know most recently when she started the lives uh or the zoom calls Mm -hmm. Uh, we're like, oh, I didn't know you did that. And we were like, what? Like, (laughs) every day. Like, sometimes two hours a day. And it's really helpful because if you are, like, I've been a member of many gyms and things like that. But Mm -hmm. I prefer to work out at home. Right. Uh, So, you know, I can actually work out the way I want at home in the comfort of my home. But uh, Mm the only thing I'm missing right now is a bike. I need a bike. Mm. So, um, a, you know, a stationary bike, but, right, right. Uh, but Wait, it's do great you, to with her and you can do it whenever it's convenient for you. So,
1: gotcha. as you would uh, Do you have a, uh, like a bike you would ride out on the trails or on the road? Uh, no. No, okay. I was gonna Uh, say, if you have one of those, you could get like a little um, one of of my coworkers had that. And this is the first time I've ever I'd ever seen it. And it's like, since he lived up in Michigan, it was something that he had kind of grown up doing as an alternative since it gets so cold. It's like, you just set this thing up and you ride your bike inside. Like you're not gonna go out in negative 20 degree weather. Uh
0: Uh-uh. You know, that's actually not a bad idea. Yeah, we don't live in an area where, I mean, there are kids that have bikes and stuff, but mm-hmm. like we gave our we gave our son's bike away because we knew he wouldn't be riding it where we live now. Gotcha. So, you know, not without us out being out there with him the entire time, type thing. Mm. Gotcha. So with the, uh, you know, cause there's some people that. They drive too fast like mm-hmm. the, the street we live on is actually one of the only streets in the area that doesn't have speed bumps
1: oh okay so because there has to-, to
0: be one without the speed bumps for um to be a what is it an emergency route for uh emergency vehicles mm-hmm. and it's ours yeah it's and i mean and then we've had things like we're at a t-section and we literally had someone run the stop sign and Ooh. run into our porch so oh wow yeah and we had all that good stuff so Jeez. yeah no, he definitely he's not um we wouldn't want them riding um independently
1: right it's like it, it it's funny i was listening to the uh um et's podcast the secret to success and i i usually listen to it like friday morning and i i started re-listening to it this morning but i happened to catch it last night and they were talking about i think carl brought it up and he was talking about whether he's created an environment that's spoiling his kids versus oh
0: you know what that's before i walked out of the house Mm -hmm. he made that comment um and i had to cut it off i said i'll I'll get the rest of it later so I, i won't
1: ruin it for you then
0: yeah. Well, no, he was talking about his kids. no, it's fine. I was talking about his kids, and he said his wife put them on um put them on video chat, and he could right, see right. like kids with their, with their feet up and all the stuff. And I'm like, oh, how well do I know that
2: one? Yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, like, yeah. These guys, like these guys, really.
1: <laughs> yeah, but I mean, as they went on with the uh with the conversation, I think where where it ended, like they really they really do a good job of like pulling a lesson out of that because like CJ like really is really good at like pressing for information and just be like, okay, like let's get down to the brass tacks. And then he kind of brought it back as to like, here's what I'm saying. And then since, um, like with them just doing the podcast is like really, and it's part of the reason why I started where you're able to fully express a thought of like, okay, you can, here's a soundbite of what I said, but like you didn't really get everything else that the comes with meeting, it. Right. And I guess that's also why they say, you got to go to the conferences because like you, you can get like bits and pieces of the information, but when you're there and it's like, I'm going to talk to you, you about this specific topic and elaborate yeah. on it and that's why this is a keynote. That's why this is this. And right. um, another thing I, I really got out of it was just it was from a question that somebody asked. And a lot of times I feel that people will ask questions and their responses to the questions, like the ones that aren't jokes necessarily. Like I'll get just as much from the response of that question as I did from from the information. The whole, yeah, from the whole podcast. And I was yeah. like, man, that really made me like. Okay, like I'm on I'm on the right track right now. Putting my attention on things that I want to do because I'm grateful that I did like middle school, high school, and then five years of work. Because then what that showed me was that with the what would you say with like the five years of work and five years of school, I was able to take what was given to me and say this is how you have to do things but what he right. was like okay since you've done that now flip it and decide what it is that you want to do and put it in that structure so if you right. want to study podcasting say i'm going to do this three times a week like a three-day class one hour an hour and a half and then like, that's how you're going to become a master at something that you care about which you've you create a business out of it
0: yeah it's um you know it's funny because a lot of times people you know how we compartmentalize certain things um Mm -hmm. for instance you may say now i put i put the ipad up here on my dashboard does it make the background noise louder no?" no it makes
1: you a little bit quieter
0: okay so is that better
1: yeah that's better
0: okay so um i was uh people will compartmentalize information I'm big, I'm good at it. And then when I'm spinning my wheels mm-hmm. and forcing myself to pull it all together, I because mean, sometimes I find myself, you know, like the hamster on the wheel. Yeah. And then I'll go, wait a minute, this should, it should not be this hard for you. Like, you mm-hmm. know, this information, you are skilled in this area. I go back to, I go back to my, my talent,
2: mm-hmm.
0: you know, and, and, and strengths. Cause I feel that there's a difference in the two, but I go back to, you know, I go back to those things that keep me afloat that right. I rely on. And so it's funny because I will, at that moment, you know, go, and I am not afraid to say, okay, God, please help me be creative in my thought processes and please help me, you know, dig deeper, mm-hmm. regardless of how uncomfortable it is, but just dig deeper to get to the answer because I right. know it's here somewhere. I'm in my own way, type mm-hmm. thing. And so we will do, so I will do that. And then I'll realize, wait a minute. Like, so, and I'll put it into perspective for you. Right. When I was a trainer with the grocery store chain and the retail management, mm-hmm. excuse me, one of the things that was very important, I mean, because we always had to keep QSC, you know, quality service, cleanliness, um, you know, quality assurance, all of these things, top of mind. Mm-hmm. Uh, we always had to follow SOPs. There was always protocol. Right. Anytime you deal with food, people, drugs, whatever, um, or pharmaceuticals, I should say, mm-hmm. there, you know, <laughs> there's protocol. Yeah, probably should clear that up.
1: Right? <laughs> <laughs> there's protocol. <laughs> (laughs) the same thing but it just has a different (laughs) stigma to it
0: yeah that's it you know and and here's the thing they both have the same effect that's
1: the Mm -hmm. bad part right as
0: bad as that one is just guarded by HIPAA and FDA
1: exactly
0: but that's for another (laughs) time another time yeah another time so at any rate the um with that being said there's a process and one of the things that I was you know, a subject matter expert at was breaking things down. So in other words, if you are, if you have a goal to increase your uh, sales by, you know, let's do something tangible, like, 5%, you know, within this month, you want to increase sales 5%. So, you know, you would break things down by way of whatever best practices you would need to do. Mm -hmm. So you've already given yourself a deadline by the end of the month, 30 days, right? You've been specific 5%, increase of 5%, but now you just have to tell yourself how you're going to do it and whom you're going to use and when you're going to use them, because those things are very intricate. So you literally have to break it down. So now I have to take the same thought process I would for Mm -hmm. delegation—who, what, when, where, and why—and apply it to the best practices for the breakdown. Mm -hmm. So I'm going to utilize the department managers as subject matter experts in their area. You know, Mm -hmm. I can't be in all of these places at one time, so leverage my time. It's the delegation. Um, So I'm leveraging my time by using departmental subject matter experts, and you know, I'm going to make sure I communicate the store Mm goal. So in order. For the store to be up five percent, that means each department has to be up by at least a half a percent. We had ten departments. So half percent. So I gave everyone the goal of one percent. Be up one percent by default, unless I have mismanaged the store's money, Mm -hmm. we will be up, right? Right. Okay. No, not that simple. But yeah.
1: (laughs) (laughs) But you said the idea was you wanted to go from zero to five percent for store wide. So then you store wide everyone goes up one percent so at least right okay i see
0: so we applied the best practices for each department so that meant the meat department instead of putting out regular cuts of meat you do option cuts option Mm. cuts meaning instead of something being an inch and a half you cut it a quarter inch thick Mm. so now you're selling more right at a smaller rate but people Mm. it's more affordable so people are buying too right and then there's more profit Exactly. So now there's more profit. So you know that there's a that's a best practice. Then you go from a stance of with say produce. Make sure ensure that the department is clean. All of the aisles are, you know, freestanding so that there's nothing blocking. Everything is in pristine. there's a, a, a term we used to use it that you are you are audit ready. So if you're audit ready, that means everything is presentable, it's nice, shiny, and pretty. All of your signage is correct, all of your marketing materials are correct. Mm-hmm. All of these things are part of the best practices. Then make sure we're going back and doing a midweek checkup. So there are all of these things that I could go on and on and on. All of these things that you would have to do that are best practices to ensure that you are reaping the benefits in which you're working towards, right? Right,
2: right.
0: So if I can do that for a store that gives me a miserly percentage of their profit share, right? Mm-hmm. Why can I not do this for my own? Why can I not do this for my business? business. Mm. But when when it comes to us, what we will do is try to do everything. Right. We're gonna design the website. We're gonna do this. We're gonna we're going everything, even if it is far from our talent pool.
2: Right.
0: Like, it's right. Light years away, and we're gonna do it
1: mm-hmm.
0: all, so that we can save five hundred dollars.
1: Mm. Oh, he just froze up.
0: Abrogation we've experienced. Be, and now we are less productive at the things we are supposed to be doing wait,
1: wait go go back go back for a second the, the video just froze up but you okay the last point that i caught was when you said we're trying so hard to do everything because we want to save five hundred dollars and then i got yeah. something about aggravation
0: yeah so we will we will do all of these things or wear all of these hats for our own businesses mm-hmm. because we are so determined to, to save five hundred dollars Okay. rather than get a um, a graphic designer or a web designer
2: mm-hmm.
0: um, or barter, even, right. you know, w- instead of, you know, thinking creatively, instead of being strategic for ourselves,
2: mm-hmm. we
0: become so miserly that the mindset of lack robs us of our creativity. Mm. So we are, we are literally in a state of Oh, I'm, I'm, I'm saving money. I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna pay this. Or I'm starting my business up, so I don't have it yet. Right. But do you? Because even though you may not physically have five, five, one hundred dollar bills, mm-hmm. right? You may have five hundred dollars worth of knowledge that mm-hmm. you can barter with someone. You may have a skill set that they need. So if you're a photographer, hey, I'll shoot X Y Z, or I'll help you with this. Mm-hmm. If you help with that. But the mindset of lack will rob us of the creativity we need for ourselves. Mm -hmm. But we'll use it at work. We'll use it for the paycheck. And, you know, and even if, and let's just say this, not everyone wants to be an entrepreneur. Mm -hmm. So, even if we're in a work environment, but we mm-hmm. desire to be at a higher level, sometimes we will still rob ourselves of, you know, of the opportunity. Like we'll take it from ourselves, self-sabotage.
2: Right, right. yeah. We'll
0: take it from ourselves because we're so focused on one piece instead of using the exact same tools and skills that got us to where we were that made us, you know, as great as we were at that one particular point for whatever reason when it comes to excelling or mm. now let's say I'm I'm going to catapult I'm, I'm just going to I'm going to take a leap of faith and I'm going to go for this higher position even though I only have 3 of the 5 things they want right right, right. rather than you know do that and literally trust in ourselves we will self sabotage mm. because the mindset of lack will literally rob us
1: that's a great point. Oh, you I make. don't
0: have that. You know, if it's five criteria, uh, oh, I don't have that one. Mm-hmm. especially women. Women are very big on that. Yeah. In comparison, um, women will 80% of the time not apply for a position or not go for an opportunity because we're missing a few of the things on the checklist of qualification. Right. Right. Whereas our male counterparts may have three Mm -hmm. and say it's, they want seven. They have three. Oh, I'm good. Yes.
1: I'm throwing my hat in the ring.
0: But the confidence level that they have in the three Mm -hmm. works.
1: Right, and it works. there's a you just made a great point because I I happened to come across this uh, Canadian psychologist recently. Mm-hmm. Uh, his name's Jordan Peterson. I don't know if you're familiar with him, but um, he's been doing like a lot of lectures that have kind of caught national attention, because I guess he didn't want to go with the flow per se. But um, I listened to three or four of the podcasts that he did with Joe Rogan. And just listening to like that long form is maybe like up to three hours. But like, I just sat there and soaked it in because he made very good points about what it is that he's saying and not being taken out of context and i think what you just did is almost like a keynote itself because it's like that explains what i did i was self-sabotaging even this week like to put out my first episode of the podcast i was like okay on the one end, I gave myself a deadline saying, hey, I started this thing in August and then I took time off, I didn't do anything. So then month of September is coming and it's about to go. So then I'm like, let me not fall back into the trap of where I was before for the better part of the year. Let me fast track it because right now I'm in the right headspace. I'm doing what I need to do right to start my day. Like I start walking and next thing I know, oh, Rochelle's happening to do this thing. Like, like we said before, She's already been doing the videos consistently. And for some reason or another, she just happens to be doing, hey, I want you guys to work out with me. Like I'm gonna host one person to where I can see you and I don't just need to read your comments. Like, I'm gonna see you working out and I'm gonna make a specific workout for you. And that works out twofolds. It reassures her that what she's doing is working and it displays her talents that this is what I do. I'm not just talking about it, that I'm a health motivator. That i'm a trainer it's like i'm showing you training like here's me training somebody doing a hit workout for 15 minutes and it's Correct. like i'm working out with you i'm not just sitting back here like yeah you got two more sets five more and you're sitting over here dying by yourself it's like oh yeah one, one more set you one see more, that one more set you see that from different people yeah um,
0: different personal trainers you'll see them recording
1: Right. And I mean, and it, it's funny, like, I, I don't want to go too far off topic. But that same thing had happened when I, I was working with the trainer. Granted, my trainer was great. But um one thing that myself and another one of his clients had noticed is that he was the only trainer actually training us, training. Like he actually work out with us as right. to where all the other trainers in the gym were just kind of watching and they were they would coach their clients through it, but they wouldn't be actively in it. And right. I was telling um, my friend, hey, I mean, that might be their style. That might just be what they're doing, like right or wrong, that's their thing. But at least you right. can tell... You, like, you're coming to this gym, you see multiple trainers, you see what they're doing, and you're already thinking in your mind, well, I'm not going to go work out with them because I know what I need. I need somebody to help me along and not just sit on the sideline like or from the backseat trying to tell me how to drive. It's like, that's not really yeah. helping me. Yeah, and the other part about
0: that is um, like, I want, I, I used to be an aerobics instructor and, mm-hmm. um, and a strength and conditioning uh, trainer. And one of the things that's really important is for people like I when I feel the burn mm-hmm. and, and, and there's a way even though they would always they tell any uh fitness professional you know it's not your workout it's their workout yeah and you have to and you can't you can't go until you burn you have to you know but there's if we're doing it and coaching them the right way we'll still feel it regardless of our level right right so we'll feel we'll feel it in the slightest way And if, and if we're feeling it in the slightest way then they're mm-hmm. feeling it. right and so we're We should be able to not only um, coach them through it, but describe what it is they're feeling. Hmm. So if they're feeling anything remotely different, or say more excruciating, then something's wrong. Right. So what? There's a reason why you should actually do it with them. It's because you also have to. You're you're not in charge of their health. But mm-hmm. are partly responsible because mm-hmm. you're the knowledge right. so you have to make sure that you're describing it you're you know you're helping them you tell them where they should feel it because if they feel mm-hmm. it somewhere completely different I'm like whoa whoa, whoa wait. Right. and then that opens the doors for a conversation oh i have a pin in my knee right. oh we well, you know this is something right. i should know you see what i'm saying yeah. So it yeah, yeah. hurts you to red flags. So you're you're absolutely right with that. Absolutely gotcha. right.
1: And I guess I know you you've got to run, but just to kind of highlight what you do and how you were able to help me as you talk about the self sabotage that we do, because I took some time off from work and trying to get back into the job market. Before I even took time off of work, I'd already kind of I'd already self sabotaged myself for the longest time, telling me telling myself that I I wasn't up to par and I already felt like, okay, like I'm not able to do this. Like the thing on, on the resume or or, like the requirements, it's like, Mm -hmm. I have the skills and I have the talent, but because the Mm -hmm. confidence isn't there, it's like you were saying with the meet females versus male, it's like not having the confidence. I was already, I was taking myself out of the running because I didn't even want to try, but then like connecting with you through Breathe University and just reaching out and saying, Hey, I need help like i know how to do a resume but i'm not able to do it to the level it needs to be done and then with you being the resume doctor i said hey i need help can you help me he said yes here's my price and then with that initially i was already thinking self-sabotage i was like oh i don't want to pay that but then immediately i was like something just clicked in my head and i was like no do it and somebody else had mentioned oh i've got a friend that can do this and I I reached out to you first and I reached out to that friend and the Mm -hmm. friend was supposed to be maybe like a cheaper option, but you kept in touch with me and you said, Hey, this is going on. And the thing that really, that really impressed me and that really touched my heart and it talks about it really speaks to the people that we surrounded ourselves with and being the most authentic version of ourselves. We had a video call and you could already tell like my facial expressions were wrong, like my mood was down and you were like, okay, I'm gonna do the resume thing for you, but like your health isn't looking right. What's going on? And then you being able to do that coaching and really unpack and be like, okay, I'm gonna step into this space with you and say, all right, you need to do this, Get out, make sure that you're getting around people, get some sunlight. And within two weeks, like within two weeks to a month, I did that. And the next call, like the tone of my voice changed and you were like, okay, you've you've been doing something. Right. And then after that, once you sent me um, what you sent me, like I gave you four pages of my resume and I was like, it's kind of messy. I know it's supposed to be one page, but like you compressed it and you organized it. And you said, here's two things. Here's one with bullet points and here's another summary. So decide which one you want to use. And as soon as I just like read it, I was like, like, you got it. Like from reading my resume, from Talking with me for like 10 minutes, 15 minutes, maybe it was longer, but you, from the mastery that she displayed with what she did, um, marketing the stores, what you were saying before. Um, oh, I was training in training. training,
2: yeah,
1: okay, basically, yeah, so, yeah. So, like your training mastery, you were able to take that and at least convert it. your resume doctor business so that's working for you so i'll, I'll commend you on that so don't <laughs> meet yourself well, thank, too you, bad. thank so, you well i guess
0: the yeah a question
1: no no i, I, I was just going to say say that and then um what i i think i was trying to get to earlier was that um that may have been august when we spoke like we just met in no we met before august because i, I happened to meet you in person at the start of the month so yeah i talked to you in july and then we met in August in uh, Philly. And yeah, verified, right. Mm-hmm. Right. And then it, it was funny because it's like, I, I thought I saw you from a distance. It's like, wait, are you here? It's like, yeah, I'm here. Where are you at? And then like just being able to chat again, the energy was up and like going to a, uh, a live event like we were talking about, like you have the information that you're getting, but then actually. Right present where you have to pay and you're there and you may not always be conscious of like what you're paying for. But then now that I look back on it, I was like, Oh, okay. Like paid for my plane ticket. I paid for the trip. But I understood that that was more important for my mental health as well as like professional financial, like all of that kind of came into one because I didn't just go to hear someone give me information about how to improve my life. But I ran into yourself and other friends who kind of like brought the life and the emotion back. And then once we met there, I was like, okay, I applied, I got some results back. It's like some, like there were a lot of no's, but we're like, okay, we got the no's. Now we know we can Uh shift our focus and now we're here. And then the conversation since then has been that this week I'm waiting on, I was waiting on four responses from four companies and it's I'm supposed to get the responses by Friday. And as soon as that was the case, I think on Tuesday, I've had like five more companies reach out and they're like, Hey, can you have an interview next week? And I was like, sure. Like you just, you just put it on there. And all of that came as a result of like moving at first. And as soon as I got moving, like I got out of my bed, I went back to making my bed, mm-hmm. it was meditating. And I was like, okay, it sounds silly, but I make, no, it doesn't. right. and it, And that's the, that's the thing back to, I'm, I'm sure I'm jumping all over the place and we'll definitely have to come back to this. But like going back to what Jordan Peterson was talking about, since he's a clinical psychologist and a professor, he's practicing in two folds and he has 40 years of experience. And he took that and put it into a book, but he's still having long form discussions where he'll talk to people about the most important thing that you can do to help the world around you is to help yourself. And if you carry your own burden by starting at your bed, then that shows that, hey, when you leave your room, you fix your bed, when you come back, you see, hey, my day may have been terrible, but I accomplished one thing, I made my bed. Like, one you thing else did that for me? Yep,
0: and you know it's funny because uh, Jim Quick says the same thing. I don't know if you're familiar with Jim Quick.
1: I know um, you, you mentioned him, and I, I made a note about it, and I was like...
0: Mindvalley. Mm-hmm. Um, because he was, um, they used to call him the boy with the broken brain mm. and he was incapable of learning. And he said he could hear older people when he was a little boy saying, Oh, that's him. That's the one that's the boy who can't learn with the broken brain. Mm. And so he literally learned how to read. I think he, he learned how to read via comic books. So he's a Marvel comic con <laughs> and, and, you know, before, uh, Stan Lee passed, he actually was able to meet him. Mm. Um, so he, you know, talked about, you know, one of the things, one of the very first things he was like, make your bed and make it well, like not just, you know, fluff over it. He was like, do a really good job. You know, and he talks about all the things we talked about. And it's so it's so amazing because when I decided I'm going to change my life, like I was, you know how you, it's like you're having the, uh, and there's a word for it, but you're having an out of body experience. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I yeah. was, I was present in a room and there were other people talking and they were all complaining.
2: Mm-hmm. I've had that. Yep. Yep.
0: All, all of them. And and I was at some point chiming in and I'm sitting there going, "What?" you know how there's a, yep. A movie or something and they you know put it on the one character and the character starts talking to the audience mm-hmm. and so i was going what in the world have i gotten myself into and i'm like this is not action like complaining does not equate to action Thanks. like we are literally wasting time like mm-hmm. I, it was during lunch but i was like i could be like listening to a podcast right yeah now. i could be whatever i could be writing my grocery list i could be doing something far more productive than this right. We had the same conversation yesterday. And then with another person who was in the room, I said, we've talked about this exact same topic every day for two months. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Every day. Yeah.
0: Every day. And I said, today it stops. I was like, oh my goodness, guys, I forgot. I had a meeting. I'm supposed to have a conference call. <laughs> and I'm, I'm late. I'm like, you guys had, it. and they were like, what? I was like, yeah, I forgot. I had a conference call. And they were like, now. I was like, I'm supposed to be on it right now. Right. My supervisor was in Italy, right? This Mm -hmm. is when I was in overseas in Bahrain, so my supervisor was in Italy. Mm -hmm. And I was like, Dennis is gonna kill me. And I pretended that my (laughs) phone I was like, see my my phone and I hit the I had the phone in my hand, so I hit (laughs) the the button (laughs) I He's calling me right now. (laughs) And so the bad part about it was they were like, Well, I mean we had been like mouth watering, we had some there was amazing food there. And they were like, What about the food? I was like, I'll just take it. Yeah. Love food mm-hmm. generally. I would, normally I'd be like, okay, give me one piece. No, right. I was like, eat it, take it. you, just go. Right. I, I, you were already you were done, done with all. it. Done. I was done with it all. Mm. I was done with it all. So at that point, I made the decision that it has to stop. Mm. And so one of the things I was very intentional about was making sure. um And I was I, I kept I increased my prayers. So I, I was like it's like I was a kid again. I don't even know, and I'm saying this out loud. I was like, God, I don't even know how to really, you know, I'm in my 40s and I don't know how to talk to you. And I was like, I, you know, because I know now at this point I shouldn't say all the stuff that you hear people say in church because you know they're babbling like pagans, as the Bible says. And I was like. at, and I was like, but I don't know. And I was like, well, you know what I'm trying to say. Mm-hmm. So I'm really having conversations with God. Like right, I'm right. Asking.
1: But mm-hmm. I mean, what when you're doing it, I guess the difference there is like... Moving in the right direction. Right. You're, you're moving right. in the right direction. And also you're keeping that private. It's not yeah. like you're standing in the middle of the conference room, just be like, oh, I got to go with my boss. Oh, wait, wait, wait. God, I really don't know. It's like, that's, oh, no. those are two different things.
0: <laughs> and the so, and thing is, I was literally going... I know that I have to have a better relationship with you mm-hmm. and I'm dyslexic. So me reading anything turns into a, a bigger thing. I have to read over it three or four times to ensure that my comprehension is, you know, and I, so I forced myself, I started off. <laughs> <in> mm-hmm. King.
1: <laughs> Wait, say that again.
0: I said, I started off reading King James version
1: mm-hmm. purposely
0: right. um, so, to force myself to do it. And I right. was like, you know, and it wasn't a, and I was just basically, because I know myself. Mm-hmm. So that was my challenge. So then I moved at once I felt like I had uh, committed myself, you know, mm-hmm. because at first I was, I thought I was going to do it in the evening, but I was tired. So I said, right. okay, I'm have to increase my day Mm. because in order for me to have time with God, it's got to start at the beginning. I want to start my day off right. So I said, you know, not only do I want to have an intimate relationship with God and I want to get to know myself, myself better so that I can feel my own triggers Mm -hmm. and be able to, you know, revert back to what I need to or feel those triggers because it's nothing wrong with those. Right. We're supposed to have them feel those, you know, lead us not into temptation, it, it's going to happen, right? Right. R- right, wrong or indifferent. And when I feel those, make the right decision. Mm. So even when I feel it coming on, right, I can make the right decision. And whatever, even if that decision is, okay, I'm not really sure what to do right now, God, but please help me through this. That's the best decision you could possibly make. right? And so that's the, those are the decisions I started making. And so when I get out of bed, before I even put my slippers on, I I slide out of the bed so that my knees hit the floor first. Mm. I had to do it strategically. Yeah. Otherwise I would literally just get up and go.
2: Right, right. So
0: if I've done that, if I pray first, you know, then get up, make my bed up. Right. So now I've done two things correctly. Actually three mm. because I got
1: up. Right. Because right. I could
0: easily hit snooze. Roll over. So right. So getting up, mm-hmm. praying, and uh, making my bed up. These are three things that not only have I done correctly, mm-hmm. but I've done them. I've done. I've done them well. So, and that's um, you know. So going back to the point that um, Jordan Peterson was saying, these are things you've done there are things I was like, I've got to increase this because it was necessary for me to see the ball moving. Mm -hmm. I'm analytical. So I need to see certain things. Right. Very important for me to see that moving. Mm -hmm. And if I didn't, then I got to see it. Yeah. And so, I started doing that, and then I would immediately go and read my devotional. Mm-hmm. So now, after reading the devotional, I started praying about what I read mm-hmm. so that I could actually incorporate it into my day. Mm-hmm. So then it was important for me because, again, in order for me to have the intimate relationship, mm-hmm. I literally I have to be intimate. So I have to actually incorporate it. Intimate meaning into me I see. So I have to incorporate it.
1: Wait, say that again.
0: Intimacy. Yeah, I got this from, and I really, I got this from Bishop TD Jakes, but Quest says it a lot, and you know, into me I see. So intimacy starts with you. Mm. So your intimacy with any other person, anything has to start with your intimate relationship with self. Mm. So if we have to intentionally right. look within ourselves, we have to interrogate ourselves. We literally have, because that's what honesty is, an honest mm. interrogation. Our awareness mm-hmm. is an honest interrogation of our thoughts and our actions. So in order for us to Really be, you know, start a path of anything. We have to really be honest about, like, I was. So I had to literally uh, come to terms with the fact that I felt funky about certain things. Right. I had to come to terms with the fact that I didn't really care for certain people. Mm -hmm. And then I had to say, well, is it the person or is it how they behave? Hmm. And again, that's into me. I see because I'm now picking me apart, right? Because once I've picked me apart, and once I've invested time, effort and energy into making me better, mm-hmm. I'm less likely to put it into anyone else because it was too taxing for myself. So I, I, I need that for me. Right. I don't need I don't need to use that energy for another person because it tears them down, but it builds me up. And that's right. funny. When we when we dissect ourselves
2: mm-hmm.
0: for the right reasons, we're building ourselves up. Mm. Contradiction in terms. But, oh, my goodness. So, yes, I'm breaking myself down so that I can build myself up. Right, right. So the more I broke myself down, and as analytical as I am, and as, um, you know, it's important for me to break things down. That's, Mm -hmm. I think, where my gift lies, right? But the more I did it for myself, the less I did it for others, the less I did it to others. Mm. and so and i and i prayed about using it for the right reasons right. so in other words you know god let me see things <laughs> like i used to be able to spot certain things and people and i'd be like i don't really want to mess with them cuz their mm-hmm.
2: energy wasn't
0: right or whatever right right and on one hand you know on the surface one would say well there's nothing wrong with that you know that's self preservation
2: mm-hmm.
0: on the other hand god brought it to me for a reason so maybe it would he brought it to me so that i could actually share a lighter version with them mm. that's where service comes in right doesn't mean you force it on them mm-hmm. but exposure oh you know you, you can expose people to the other side of things you can expose people to goodness so in other words I, I worked with someone who was forget, evil mm-hmm. they, intent, they intentionally did things to hurt other people
2: right
0: um, they intentionally did things knowing the person would you know had a baby and just had a baby and they had to feed a. F- they, they they said it. And I was like, right. you know? Yeah. And that person also did things to intentionally hurt me.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, but there was a meeting and such and such happened and blah, blah, blah. They'd been in that meeting because there were some things developing. Because unfortunately, when you grew negatively, mm-hmm. when you conjure negatively, you create negativity. So, right. and that's what that person was doing. And so they, they, were, they were literally in a meeting all day working on ways to get dig themselves out of a hole. Mm. And I ordered food for them three times. Wow. And so two of the other people in the meeting looked at me like, what are you doing? I was like, weren't you in the meeting? Well, yeah. Weren't you hungry? Like you guys took two bathroom breaks in 13 yeah. hours. 13 really? hours?
1: 13. 13 what kind of meeting are you having for 13 hours
0: one to dig themselves
1: out of a hole
0: Jeez. yeah they couldn't leave until they came up with solutions and they literally had to because this again when you conjure negatively mm-hmm. you're creating negativity and that's what that's what the person was doing and so when they asked me they were like you do know they tried to get you fired and i was like yeah but i can i don't have anything to do with that that's them right. They were like, what? And I was like, look, what was I supposed to do? Order food for just you? Yeah. And I was like, that no. I was like, I'm not going to hell because of someone else's mess.
1: Wait, so let's run that back. So you said somebody was trying to do you wrong, and they're holding this 13-hour meeting in order to dig themselves out of the wrong hole that they place themselves in and Correct. you having the forethought you think okay if we're here for this long however long into the meeting you you are I wasn't in the meeting oh, my, you...
0: my office was across the, was across the hall uh-huh. but I was I was the administrator who had to tell everyone else they're in a meeting blah 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 yeah okay so and no you cannot disturb them you're gonna have to you know if there's something I can assist you with xyz blah 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 so yeah. Yeah. And so
1: you, you ended up ordering food for them?
0: For them, yeah. Because they they when I tell you, they would come out, they were like, You got any chips? You have any crackers or anything? And I was like, You guys are terrible. Wow. And so, you know, and, and, and it's funny because people were like, I've never seen a person do that before. And I was like, What do you mean? I was like, Look, if you're hungry, eat. Yeah. And every day, I made it a point to show kindness. Mm-hmm. I made it a point to issue the grace that was never given me and so at the end of the day I never lost my job um, because there were people on um, fighting for me on my behalf that I didn't even know knew me but they knew of my work mm. they knew of my integrity and there were even someone who had the former Mediterranean district supervisor had moved on mm. and was aware of the situation because he was still working in the security parameters of the school system. Yeah. And chimed in. Wow. He left position in October of that year. This was in August of the following year. Mm-hmm. I met him one time, but he chimed in to help me save my job. So, and that that is not about me at all, but it's about, you've heard the song, It's the God in me.
2: Yeah,
0: yeah. I mean, because... But had I not taken the time and intentionally decided my life is going to be better and mm-hmm. it's going to start with me, my attitude, my funkiness, because there was a large part of me that wanted to be real funky right back to them. Right, right. Very tempting. <laughs> Very. Um, but I just, I, you know, I knew that I wasn't, I didn't want that hatred in my life. Yeah. Because for all of the things that they were doing or thought that they were doing, and they would get a kick out of people's pain. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, she threatened to fire someone who, whose father, their father had just committed suicide. Mm. And two days later, and was like, I, I don't care. That's their personal business. And I said, there's something definitely wrong with this individual right. Right. and rather than being at odds with her or going back and forth I prayed. I prayed every day before i walked in and that was that was big for me so it started there and then it started with my routine so i would work out in the morning so that by the time i hit those doors mm-hmm. i was in a more relaxed state i was in more of a conscious state and it's right. funny because when i started studying the gym quick exercise I take doing those things I was doing those things without even knowing that I was feeding into, uh, you know, my consciousness of being better, being healthier mentally. Right. Um, because misery loves company. Oh, yeah. And for someone who's dealt with depression, for someone who has, I mean, so the parasitic behavior, oh, the parasite? Yeah. Uh, it
1: takes everything. The, you, you know, guys, it all. Oh, next.
0: Oh, my goodness. But here's the thing. The more, the more I fought back with myself and Bob Dylan had, there's a line in a song, Bob Dylan said, you know, I fought my twin, the enemy within Mm. and knowing that about myself that, you know, okay, I will self-sabotage or, and, and, and there are things we will do and feel like it's normal because emotionally it feels good. Right. But the thing about depression is Being able to, you may not be able to control the surge because that's, you know, triggers happen and sometimes it has flared Mm and without you knowing, it's flared and by the time you realize it, it's full blown. Yeah. But there are still things you could do to work it back. Right. You know, to work it back, yeah. Definitely, but you have to be in a state, you have to be in a whole nother state of mind and mm-hmm. I have a different type of determination. And I know that I didn't want to feel any of that anymore. Mm-hmm. So I was in a situation, through that situation, there were people with PTSD mm-hmm. who would come sit in my office and just talk to me. Yeah, And I said, well, okay, there's something you want me to get out of this. I don't know what. And so yeah. as they're talking, I would be praying, like, okay, there's something you want me to get out of this. And I have to be, I have to be present right now. Yeah. So whatever it is I'm being used for, please open me up. Reduce me down. Reduce me all the way. Because when people, and for whatever reason, I don't even know why. Yeah. But I could see, like, there was one gentleman whose wife worked there, and they were both veterans. And mm. he would come in my office. He came in my office one day after my son and I were about to step into the building and Quentin had something going on that day and he was kind of nervous about it. So I said, "Okay, before we walk in the building, we're going to say the 23rd song. He was mm-hmm. like, okay, I know why you made me say it, but why are you saying it? I was like, that's just so I won't get angry. It's, yeah. It helps me, helps keep me calm. And yeah, I said, like, so, so that the that same way it helps keep me calm, it can help keep it, you know, reduces my anxiety and my, you know, anger and nervousness. I said, it can help reduce your nervousness or whatever. Yeah. And so when he saw that, that day, he mm-hmm. came to my and he said he just started talking he said i am so full right now he said it is amazing sometimes the negative the negativity that just swarms in this building
2: yeah
0: and i said wow he said and i know you are aware of that he said otherwise you wouldn't have armed yourself before you walked in this building Mm. and i said yes sir
1: yeah and then he just started talking and this is a,
0: a a monster of a man yeah who allow himself to be vulnerable with the complete stranger.
1: Right. And when when you say monster of a man you mean like stature, Ex- height, yes. build, everything. Yes.
0: Like he is like what what he's, he's huge, like very muscular, big
1: six four huge you know, or like
0: then his voice was, you know
1: that deep bass like
0: monumental. Right. So right. he the kind of person he could say one word and everyone just kinda stops. Mm. So but he was a gentle giant actually, but because of things he had been through, you know, so he was taking the time and for whatever reason, just him witnessing us do the 23rd song made him feel safe in these little arms. And I was like, okay, but it wasn't my arms, it was God's arms. Right, right. So I, um and at no point, and then mind you, I'm still, even to this day, green and growing, but whatever it was, it was big enough for Him to feel safe, and even when I left that job and started working with the military directly, well, I was working with the military directly then, but um, working in the training position for the navy,
2: yeah.
0: Uh, he came, he would come to my office, then, and um, the person I ended up referring him to used to be the director here at Walter Reed, six degrees mm-hmm. and So he um was able to get the type of counseling that he and his wife both. Needed, but again, that's that's vital information that I was able to use mm-hmm. at a late time because you know that particular person was like, "Oh, we're gonna we're gonna fire his wife or whatever," and I was like, "You can't." Yeah, you know. And there, I had I I was then in possession of knowledge of information that gave us a greater insight as to why she would do certain things.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: You know, and I was like, she's she fought on the front lines. I mean, I was like, so when her when her students get riled up yeah. you know like oh well she's a teacher and i said yeah but she's an et you made her a teacher,
1: wait right? what? you said she's an et what's that mean
0: right educational technology so in other words she would be with computers okay. and technology and the background okay but you for in order for you forced her to do this
1: right which is sociable out and got you it's the complete opposite of what complete,
0: she is complete complete and I said, so her desk is her is her trench right now. Yeah. And they were like, what? And I said, oh, yeah. But they were looking at her physical appearance thinking, there is no way. And I said, did you even look at her jacket? Well, no, we just looked at her qualifications. And I said.
1: Qualifications don't make a person.
0: Now, she ended up being outstanding at, at, as, an, as an instructor, as a teacher. Mm-hmm. Um, could break things down for the students, but she wasn't interactive because guess what? It's not her thing. but not her thing. And even if it was at one point, what she had been through had started to diminish that. So it was no longer her thing. Mm. Um, and so she was, what I know about her now, I know her to be, you know, an S personality. Yeah. Um, and so when you got to know her, and so yeah. people were like, how is it that you could talk to her for like an hour? Right. <laughs> I said, well, for one, I saw her struggling with some boxes, and I helped her with the boxes, and I was like, nice. why are you doing this? There are able-bodied people who can go get the stuff for you. Yeah, and you know, and you know, and she's like, well. You know, no one ever offered to help. She walked with a cane. I mean, all of this stuff. And I'm like, a person walking with a cane should not be pushing a flatbed with towering over with boxes. Sounds like, right.
1: you? but you're, to your credit, you're observant, or at least based on what you started <laughs> doing, doing, those three things waking up, sliding out of bed to pray, and making <laughs> your bed, just starting with that basic reinforced your ability to be able to be sensitive to situations where oh she's struggling with boxes and she's carrying a cane everybody else is just I gotta go to work I gotta zoom on by
0: I mean literally zooming by
1: right and I'm like okay
0: there's something way wrong with this and then not knowing that that was her husband Mm -hmm. and you know, all of this stuff. So now, you know, and then pieces start falling into place. Um, so that when fast forward 11 months later, when mm. they actually were able to get help, even though they were veterans and the help on base was for active duty, we were still able to put them in a position to get the help they needed, mm. um, which is which was huge because there was no program in place for that. Right. So we had actually started the, the former director of Fleet and Families, Put something in place so that veterans who were actually working on the base or connected to the base could actually utilize the services as well. Oh, yeah, go. sure. Coming? Absolutely. I you sure, no problem. Thank so, you.
1: <laughs> you gotta go?
0: Yeah, I'm at my martial arts school and I'm I'm meeting with the uh, grandmaster, so I got to move my vehicle because they're oh. about to start um, picking up students from school.
1: Got you. Oh, you picking up the little ones?
0: Well, no, I'm, uh, my martial, the, uh, grandmaster of the martial arts facility is very big in the community. Mm-hmm. And I started, um, I created a proposal for the elementary school that my sons go to okay, to help, um, unemployed parents with work related issues, like going back to work, writing a resume, wait, you know, the same.
1: Wait, wait, wait. Hold up. Hold up. <laughs> what is it exactly that you do? <laughs> Maybe we need I'm, a backtrack to that. Coach. I mean, I'm a yeah, career uh, coach. You're a career coach. Okay, gotcha.
0: I'm a career coach and I train. Mm-hmm. You know, that's where the years of training come come into play. Okay. And one day I was at a parent meeting at the school and someone was talking about parent services and what what services the school could help the parents with and things of that nature. Mm-hmm. And it was like third person, you can do this. And I was like, uh, Okay. <laughs> so again, I thought I would be working with military right? because I was offered a position at Walter Reed, the, well, at the Walter Reed hospital location, which is connected to the Bethesda Naval Base. Mm-hmm. And so I thought I would be doing the same thing here that I did overseas, right. which was coordinate the program to make sure active duty service members are ready for work, work, mm-hmm. work when they get out. Right writing resumes, business plans, blah, 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 Setting up a, you know, an LLC, so to be all that type of stuff. Sometimes your plan is not God's plan. And so when the third yeah. person, you know, you can do this. Yeah. And so literally it was as if someone picks me up. So I got up, gave my card to the coordinator and I was like, hey, my name is this, I do this. I would be more than happy to assist if, you know, and, Along the lines of creating a program for parent service, There's a program I used to do, blah, blah, blah. And from that, when I went downtown to get my fingerprints so that I could be a volunteer at the school mm-hmm. and do my background check, I actually stepped out on faith and mm-hmm. said, hey, you're in the building, so why not just take a stab at it? Right. And I went to them and said, hey, what is the protocol for creating a proposal or doing this? So they thought I was like joking. Mm -hmm. And so on a humble, they gave me an hour and a half of their time. And we discussed certain schools that had things in place and certain schools that would be interested. And from there, a employment readiness program was born. Mm -hmm. So again, so my, the instructor here, the martial arts school, offered to assist with marketing and things of that nature. Um, he's written several books, self-published, and he is, um, you know, he's really big into branding and marketing, so he offers it help me for free. Nice. Nice, <laughs> super yeah. nice, um, you know, right. it's super nice, because, you know, as I stated, just in, you know, just in having Random conversation, he was like, Oh, he's like, I'd be more than happy to help you with that if you're (laughs) when I was, Oh, sure, when. And he was like, Oh, you're serious, when, yeah, so yeah, wow. So, um, so I'm going to take this help while he's offering, yeah, and uh, yeah, and go from there. So, he offered, we're doing a networking thing with some of the parents because there are a lot of parents that have businesses, Mm -hmm. and you know, he said he'd allow me to speak at that, so
1: wow. It's amazing. Yeah, so I, you
0: know, so there's some things moving, and yeah. I don't even know how or why. Yeah. I'm I'm going with the flow. Yeah. So that I don't mess it up, because you know we will overturn something right now. Yeah.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Had a flamingo a friend of mine tell me, like, call me out on that multiple times, and it was like, okay. And like, I would hear it like maybe this time last year, but I wouldn't want to adjust. Or I think actually this time last year, I started to listen, but it's kind of like you do a little bit of good, but then you self-sabotage, then you do a little bit. And then it's like, but after a while, it's like, okay, maybe I can, like, let me just try and do it right. Just try. What's the harm that can happen in me like doing Rochelle's workout for 30 days? Because even yesterday, day three, and I was like, Ah, it's almost seven, like, I could not do it, I'm really sore, my shoulders are hurting. And I was like, you know what? Like, stop. Just go downstairs and do it. Like you're yeah. in your basement, nobody's there. You have a room to yourself. Jump on Facebook and do it. And I jumped on, and it's like all I'm focusing on is her talking to the other person. And this is the workout. Some of it I don't get, and then some of it I do. And the same people keep jumping on and they're like, Oh, hey, what's up? And we're just waving and I'm just doing my workout all the while understanding I'm moving. And as I'm moving exactly. to talk to you. And I've already like lined up people that I talk to you for the rest of the month. And I'm almost like, I just want to put this specific one out Tuesday because that's the date I decided to release stuff. And I- I was like like the information that you shared with me today it's like it, it like the world needs it and it kind of reminds me because you're wearing the shirt the love conquers shirt and i was like yes. That's shirt. and i remember <laughs> when dj they were talking about putting that video out and what it did because he was about to keep it in the backlog for the next mixtape and it was like his wife checked him and she was like no the world needs that now yes. and it happened after the the vegas incident and when that yes. came out it was just like oh okay yep. and what happened that I didn't even know anything about the incident, and like you're talking about doing what you're supposed to do at work or doing what you're supposed to do in your life before work, like somebody had noticed, like, they all they would um, be able to confide in me, and they mentioned that to me. And initially, I was just like, no, I don't want that, that's negative. But like, I acknowledge it for the moment, and I was like, okay, that's that's bad. And all the while, I guess I was unconsciously praying like, I really don't know what to do in this situation. It kind of feels awkward, icky. Awkward. I'm just here to like do my thing and get out. But it's like you brought this to my attention for some reason. You want to. For a reason. It's like. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Thank you, Regina.
0: Thank you, Asher. It's been a pleasure. Likewise. Oh, my goodness. You have. Oh, I'm, I'm looking at like a whole other person. This is like Dasher. This, Three this, months is per- this is not Asher. This is Dasher.
1: This is Dasher. <laughs> ready for Christmas season. I'm gonna do something with that. I'll put in hashtag dasher, and people will be like, "What's that mean?"
0: <laughs> because it's, I mean, it's a drastic change, but I not, feel drastic, not drastic in a bad way, though. But it's it's amazing. I shouldn't say drastic. Yeah, it's a it's a it's a significant significant change, yeah. and it's such a pleasant um, it's such a pleasant change simply because you are in your element.
2: All right, take okay. care. you. All
0: right.